1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Here's Birdie! With a lot of time. Steps in watching deep. Going for Brandon Ayuk. It is. Oh, he caught it off the ricochet. Penalty.
3: Is he in? He's down to the side. we We'll see what the penalty is. What a play from Ayuk. We'll see if it stands. There is no foul in the play. The catch is made, and he was with the runner's down at the contract at the four and a
2: half yard line. First down, San Francisco.
3: Now back to overtime with Sterling Bennett and Mark Grandy on 95 7
4: the game. I'll just listen to Levi's roar. After the penalty,
5: picked up the uh, the catch to Ayuk off the deflection by Kendall Vildor of the Lions. Bounces off his hand, then ricochets into his face mask. Bounces up in the air, and Brandon Ayuk, a headlong dive for the football. One of the more improbable catches in Niners postseason history, and there's been a ton of them. A ton of them. I mean, so many uh, that when we're asking what should we call that catch, yeah, the first words out of your mouth, Sterling, were the catch
4: four? Like, there's four? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that catch, like... to Oh my god. To call something the catch as a Niner fan, like, it has to be... The you know,
5: greatest honor this franchise, like,
4: honestly, bestows like, on moments. Pivotal moment, like, clutch catch. Like, this was, if you were going to title something the catch four, deserves all of that. Like, it deserves that title. Now, maybe you don't call it that because of redundancy. You don't you have four catches, really.
5: The, the others were, like, game-winning touchdowns right, in the like, final seconds. Vernon
4: Davis, but, Dwight Clark, obviously. But, like, this game, at this point, it it sparked the crowd unlike anything I've ever seen.
5: That was the first moment where you felt like, oh, like, they, they they can win this game.
4: Listen to the call again, like, you can hear the crowd drowning out the ref and Kevin Burkhart. It's like Levi's was jumping. They were bumping. They were going nuts. And that's like, to hear that from the faithful, knowing that all felt lost, when the Niners needed them the most, they were there. They never gave up on their team. When we were sitting back in the studio saying, like, are they going to lose this game? Is this game going to be over with? Like, oh, like, the season might be at its end. The faithful at Levi's came through. Shout out to the fans if you were there. They were great. If you're watching on TV, you guys deserve kudos as well. Like, that was awesome to see. It was
5: awesome. You're right, and we've got a couple of of name suggestions for that Brandon IU catch. You just heard it, Kevin Burkhart on Fox, and we're going to hear Kyle Shanahan on it in just a second. Uh, Jack on the YouTube chat, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, says, The Immaculate Deflection. Uh, That's a a good one, Jack. Immaculate Deflection, of course, a play on Immaculate Reception. The one I saw on Twitter in the moment, um, I think it was from... Who is it from? Daniel Brown, writer for The Athletic. I think uh, the fluke to Ayuk is where I, I saw it on Twitter. That's a good one as well. Uh, if you got a name for the Brandon Ayuk deflected catch as a as Kevin Burkhardt on Fox called it, off the ricochet of Kendall Vilgore. Uh, let, let us know. Give, give us a call, 888-957-9570. You can also let us know on Twitter, uh, at Mark Grandy, that's Mark with a C, Grandy, Grand with an I on the end, at 49ers underscore access is Sterling's Twitter handle. Uh, you can let us know uh, what we should call that Brandon Ayuk catch because it's one of those moments where it deserves yeah, more than one. just, oh, that crazy deflected Ayuk yeah. play in the, for- the NFC Championship. Like it, it was the moment that turned this game around and what preceded it was the failed fourth down conversion by Dan Campbell. The Lions, the Lions, they didn't close the door fully. They left it cracked open and then the Niners burst through and slammed that thing open and they ran through the open doorway and they won this game but that IU catch that you just heard coming back from break a big reason why the Niners won this game and Kyle Shanahan in his postgame presser obviously talking about that IU circus catch here is the Niners head coach
3: Brock makes the right read but then he launches it and just
5: did a hell of a job going up for it so it wasn't going to be a pick and then he came down with the catch which was huge I was never able to see whether he was down or not they said he was so it's great we punched it in later yeah there's Shanahan on, on the circus catch and he was asked again about how that it kind of turned the team around here's more Kyle Shanahan on that IU catch we thought if we could get it going and make it a game on both sides, it would be a matter of time before we could score some points. But the way their offense was going, their defense was doing a couple things to get us off the field. But once B.A. made that play, it kind of unlocked it with such an explosive and, and kind of unlocked the whole team because right after getting that turnover that I believe Gip forced, that was huge. And right after that, you could feel the whole momentum with our players on our sideline in the
0: stadium kind of flip, and you felt it was on after that.
5: Yeah. I the That IU catch turned it, turned it around, and Kyle Shanahan was right that – uh, IU or pardon me, Brock Purdy made the right read and sent that ball deep down the field, but it was covered well. It, it honestly was covered well, but it's one on one matchup. It was
4: almost a pick, what it was.
5: <laughs> it was one on one matchup against a relatively weak cover corner deep yep. down the field. Probably
4: their worst cornerback,
5: and that's the matchup you want. I mean, you're yep. throwing that up one on one to IU all day long. Now it ultimately probably could could have should have been intercepted truth but that's a matchup where I'm sure Niners in practice all week leading up to this game are saying hey Brock if you've got one-on-one with Vildor on Ayuk down the field uh, we want you to take that shot and he did and it ultimately worked out and I think it's I mean, I, w- I was calling for it all first half, and yeah. then early in the second half. Now, that wasn't how they drew it up, and it wasn't <laughs> pretty, and it's not the way that they planned it to happen, and it could have been a turnover. But when you have a Lions defense that is as bad against the pass and specifically against the explosive pass, the deep ball, take shots. Yeah. Take them. And generally speaking, good things are going to happen. And while that one was um, a little bit of luck, and sometimes you need some luck, but you take chances against a defense like that because more often than not, when you take those chances against this Lions team, good things are going to happen. And uh, certainly something good did happen right there. It turned the whole game around in the second half.
4: Well, that's one thing that I think we were both clamor- clamoring for, excuse me, in the first half was like, hey, like this Lions defense, their secondary, it's not that good. Take shots downfield. Try to make, like, if you can jump on them. When you're getting gashed over and over and over on the ground, if you're Kyle Shanahan, hey, what do you have to lose? Take a shot downfield. Make them have to stop you deep. And and if you get one deep, then you make them stay honest, and the running game works. And, look, the first half wasn't pretty, but the minute Kirby Joseph went out... You
5: called it. It take was a shot. like,
4: take a shot. Like, the minute Ambry Thomas got hurt, it was like the Lions should have taken a shot. They didn't. Logan Ryan played good coverage, uh, didn't, get, didn't start in this game for a good reason, mind you, but it felt like if you are Kyle Shanahan and you have a secondary as bad as the Lions are, you gotta press them. Make them beat you. Now, Brock threw a pick early. Uh, maybe Shanahan said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a little scared here, but Kyle... Like, my guy, if there was any complaint outside of the entire first half, it was, please take shots more downfield. You have a quarterback that's willing to, please. Like, he can do it. It isn't always going to be perfect. He might miss, might throw a pick. But the reality is you have a guy that was willing to do it, that wants to do it. If he sees the read, Brock is going to pull the trigger. He's going to sling that thing all the way downfield. and In this case, it darn near won you the game. Like it got you back in this game completely.
5: Yeah, it did. The failed uh, fourth down conversions for the Lions, two of them. Uh, the the strip the strip by Tashawn Gibson. Tashawn Gibson underrated in oh, this yeah. game. He deserved a shout out. He had the strip sack. He also had a breakup over the middle a couple of on times Laporta, yeah. on a third down to Laporta that forced a punt. that got the Niners the ball right back. Um, he after after really no one in the secondary played well against the Packers last time out. Uh, he was really good today. Yeah. Um, I mean that fumble. We, you're right. We talked first about play, we, we talked think... about all these moments. the The drop by Josh Reynolds on the first fourth down failure. Right, that kid or part of me that Ayuk catch that we're talking about the fluke to Ayuk, the immaculate deflection, whatever you want to call it. I'm seeing a lot of people on on Twitter call it um the ladybug because apparently. A ladybug landed on Brandon Ayuk's shoes in oh, pregame. Wow. And everyone is shouting out the ladybug for landing on Ayuk. That's and, the good luck charm, I guess. The good luck charm, blessing him with luck in this game, whatever the case is. We'll like so find
4: some ladybugs after this. There's, there's, a, there's a
5: lot of people shouting out the ladybug, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's so many moments to point to. Um, but the Niners hadn't, up until that Tashawn Gibson strip of Jameer Gibbs, the Niners hadn't really shown an ability to. To stop the Lions oh. offensively. Like, even on that fourth down stop, like, they were at the 28 yard line. They were knocking yeah. on the door. They yeah. were about to score. They could and have you, picked a field goal. You got the turnover on downs. You don't allow any points, but, like, they were marching right down the field on you. And it felt like if the Niners were going to. Get back in the game. They needed the takeaway because without a takeaway, the Lions are going to take a lot of time off the clock. Oh, yeah. They're going to go down. You know they're not going to go for it on fourth down after failing on that last time. They're going to take the points. They're going to get back up by a couple of scores. That Gibson takeaway um, right after the Ayuk catch and then the IU touchdown that turned the game as much as anything as well. It's so difficult to point to just one moment because there was like a confluence of four or five moments in a span of like five minutes of game time that led to the turnaround.
4: And for Gibson to have Ufunga next to him early in the year, then... He tears his ACL, then it's Jair Brown, Jair Brown gets hurt, then it's Logan Ryan, then it's back to Jair Brown. For a veteran player like him who's was on the Saxonville Jaguars in 2019 or 2017, whatever it was, and they were doing their own thing and almost had the Patriots on the ropes, Like Gibson's been around for a long time. In fact, he's only here because of Talanoa Funga. He kind of revitalized his career and made him want to come back for one more season, and for a player like Gip. To, to be at the line of scrimmage and make a play. Like, at that point for your defense, you are desperate. You are desperate to have to make a stop. Your defense is stopping nobody. The Lions are getting, like, seven yards of carry. They're passing the ball Will. Like, Drake Greenlaw is slamming his helmet on the ground because he's so angry they can't get stops. What does Tayshawn Gibson do? You have to have a takeaway. It swings momentum all the way in your favor. And to punch that ball out on Jameer Gibbs and give your team the ball in Lions territory with the chance to tie the game, that may be the biggest play of the entire game.
5: Biggest play by the? Uh, <laughs> okay, there are of the many defense? of those. <laughs> I don't know. There's a ton of them. Right. I well, mean, biggest play I'll that, that biggest play that the defense made. made. Yes. Because yes. the the fourth down. It was a drop by Josh Reynolds. There was another drop by Josh Reynolds. There was a good play over the middle by Gibson. But you're right. That was the best play made by the defense.
4: That was a game-changing play by a playmaker.
5: Adams don't win this game without that turnover.
4: No. No, Absolutely not. The way the defense played, you have to have vets that are willing to take calculated risks Tayshawn Gibson did that.
5: Punched that ball away with precision and accuracy. Deshaun Gibson uh, when we do sign off and give out game balls, I can guarantee you, Deshaun Gibson is getting a game ball. He deserves one today. Alright, back to the phone lines we go on overtime. Grandy and Sterling with you. We're still trying to make sense of a wild Niners win in the NFC Championship game. 34 to 31. This team was down 24 to 7 at halftime. They then scored 27 unanswered uh, and they win 34 to 31 and they're on to the Super Bowl for the first time since the 2019 season that Super Bowl in 2020 four seasons ago all right up next on overtime is Sonny Sonny was at the game what's up Sonny how you doing you're on 95.7 the game
6: hey guys uh I don't know if you can tell or not but my voice is shot it's completely (laughs) gone uh I'm home I'm back in Fairfield now but uh, I mean a couple of real quick things you know uh, relief, you guys said it earlier, relief is completely what I'm feeling right now. We were supposed to beat the Packers last week, we barely got out of their life. We were supposed to beat the Lions this week, we barely got out of their life. We were supposed to be in the Super Bowl, and, you know, we're there now. So, relief. Uh, and the other thing is, um, you know, like, what are they going to say next? You know, Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that, he can't do this, he can't do that. Last week it was Keyshawn saying, you know, coming back from seven points in the fourth quarter, not good enough. Okay, seventeen points down at halftime, came back and won this game. So what are they going to say next? What can't we do? I think Brock Purdy is the guy. Uh, anybody who's doubted him now should be eating their words. And uh, I don't, I, I will not be surprised. And I'm very hopeful that he will be lifting the Lombardi neck uh, in, in two weeks in Vegas.
5: Yeah, honey. good call. Appreciate the insight. Um, it's it's interesting because I don't really know how to describe Brock Purdy's game. It, it wasn't his best passing game. He threw the interception. It was a little uneven. It kind of felt like a little bit more of the same from the, the Green Bay game. It wasn't nearly as bad in terms of accuracy, and it and it was dry. It wasn't wet. He certainly wasn't as bad with his accuracy throwing the ball, but it felt a little uneven. He was a little bit shaky, it felt like. But again, for the second consecutive week, Sterling, in the biggest moment, uh, biggest moments, he came through, and he did it honestly more with his legs than his arm. Uh, But he's developing this, this, I don't know, habit where in those moments when his team needs him to step up, he is coming through. He's
4: developing that kind of clutch gene. We have to stop asking what can Brock Purdy do, and we have to start asking what can't he do. Every obstacle put in his way, he's hurtled over it. He's run through it. Like... He's in the NFC Championship game for the second time in his career, and he's won it for the first time in his career. And like, the
5: last time he lost it was because he got hurt on the first right. drive.
4: Like by like by all means, we, he could have won both of them. Now who knows what happens last year, and we never will. But Brock Purdy is essentially undefeated in the playoffs. That's incredible, and he's come back from down seventeen, and basically ten and seven against Green Bay, like. He's faced these insurmountable odds that 99% of quarterbacks don't ever come back from. Lamar Jackson, it lost to Kansas City, and their offense did nothing. They were atrocious, and I get it's a matchup, right? You put Jared Goff on San Francisco, they don't win this game. There ain't no way in heck. Like, there is no freaking way. You put a game manager on San Francisco in this game, they win it, right? (laughs) Like, come on. Cam Newton, where you at, man? Like. Brock Purdy today was a game-changing quarterback. He was a game-changer. And to, to hear, like, tomorrow morning, if there are still people sitting back like, oh, it wasn't good enough, well, there was this throw, and there was that throw, yeah, the first half wasn't pretty. I've seen Tom Brady for 20-plus years yep. look awful for two quarters, three quarters, now probably the greatest quarterback of all time, but in all of his comebacks, he looked great. But what matters, who's holding the ball when the game's over? Who's hoisting their hands up in victory? And usually it was Tom Brady. You watch Brock Purdy take that knee, and you watch him run to that mm. sideline and flex him like, let's freaking go! If that does not get you amped up to believe in him as a quarterback, as a game-changer... No one else, maybe outside of Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, of uh, uh, this era are doing what Brock Purdy just did today. No.
5: All that matters is get me a W. And yes. all Brock Purdy does is get you Ws. That's all he does every single freaking week. You mentioned in games that he has started and finished in the playoffs, the Niners are 4-0. and 4-0 <laughs> against the Cowboys, against the Seahawks, against the Packers, against the Lions. 4-0. and All wins. All wins!
4: Now all that's left is Mahomes.
5: The biggest challenge of them all, no doubt. Bring no doubt. It. I'm ready. No doubt. and But you know Brock Purdy could play better. Like, that's the crazy thing. The Niners are winning these games when he and the team are not playing their best. Everybody can play better. They're not playing their best, <laughs> like, across the board. Like, you had their best game today. Hey, maybe Deshaun Gibson because he yeah, had a couple of really big guy. plays. Maybe. <laughs> Debo was good, but... Debo was but not it, near his best?
4: No, no. And now
5: you gotta credit the Lions. They deserve a ton. They they deserve a lion's share of the credit. Oh
4: wow, that
5: was really bad. All right, leave. Get out. That was really bad. <laughs> well, I'm not leaving. I ain't leaving. I it's ain't like leaving. The <laughs> aren't leaving. Um, he finds a way to win you football games. Yeah. And would you want your quarterback to be? you know 38 or you know 28 for 31 passing for 350 yards three touchdowns no turnovers and you win the game by 20 points yeah of course right of course all I care I mean all that matters at the end is the win and Brock Purdy wins at a higher clip than almost anybody else that has ever started football games in the NFL and in his second season at the helm of the 49ers, he will quarterback the team Heck in the yeah. damn Super Bowl. Let's go. Let that sink in. Heck yeah. Let that sink <laughs> in. This is not. This is not some fluke. This is not some guy being carried by an elite roster. This is a guy who just, for whatever reason, who knows why. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft less than two years ago. For some reason, he's got it in himself. He just wins. He just freaking wins games. And hey, to the national media, keep doubting this dude. Keep doing it. Yeah, he had a turnover today. Yeah, he threw for 267. He wasn't pinpoint accurate with every single pass, but guess what? He won the damn football game, and he's going to the freaking Super
4: Bowl. Let's go. Heck yeah. And look at the box score. Who would you rather be? 25 for 41, 273 passing yards, one touchdown, no picks and two sacks, and an 88.8 rating. Those pretty good numbers in a playoff game, right? Didn't turn the ball over, had almost 300 yards. Or would you rather be the winning quarterback that was 20 for 31, 267 yards, nearly 9 yards per play, one touchdown, one pick, sacked twice, and an 89 rating, but showed up. Nearly identical box scores, but showed up when it mattered most. The Lions scored seven points in the entire second half. Seven freaking points. Who was their quarterback? Jared Goff. A guy who the national media said was better than Brock Purdy. He's riding high. CBS Sports had... Four of their five analysts picked the Lions. ESPN had the majority of their (laughs) analysts picking Lions. They were
5: looking good at halftime. It looked
4: good at (laughs) halftime, but the reality is you don't win a game at halftime. You have to play the whole game. And yeah, it wasn't pretty. Were we all scared? Yes. Were we all sitting there saying, like, is this how it's all going to (laughs) end? Many of us were, including myself. The reality is when you tighten the screws, You make the second half adjustments. Steve Wilkes did a great job in that second half making adjustments. Was it still great? No. You have room to be better, make make more adjustments, improve, right? But the offense continues to carry this team. We're going into now Super Bowl weekend in two weekends, and I have the utmost confidence this offense can not only hang with Patrick Mahomes, but they can beat him. What they showed today in all season makes me believe they can beat Patrick Mahomes, the guy you're not supposed to beat, always the first overall pick. When when they do fantasy drafts, pick one player to start your franchise with, everyone's going to say Mahomes. Right now, I'm sitting back saying, hey, give me that number two pick. Give me Brock Purdy. Whoa. I'm that confident in this kid to get this thing done. Okay. Cocky, arrogant, I like give the it confidence. to me, Mr. Relevant. I, like I want the confidence. it
5: all. I like the confidence. Let's go, man. He's got a, I'm he's, ready. He's got a chance to prove you're right <laughs> two, two weeks from now, 14 days from now, the Super Bowl will be over in Las Vegas, unless we get an epic, like, overtime game. Could still be going on. You never know. I mean, hey. You never know, but no. Go, will, go to it, 7 OTs, please. 14 days from now, we will know if the Niners uh, bring home their 6th Lombardi or not. Alright, time for a break here on Overtime on 95-7. We've been on for a while, but we're just getting started. We'll keep going with you as long as we've got calls. Uh, Don, I see you. We're coming to you next. Also, Rich in Fremont. FT, Shaka, Nick. We'll get to all, we'll get to all of you guys coming up on the other side. It's Overtime on
1: 95-7. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect
3: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The game, Grandy and Sterling with you. More next as the Niners are on to the
5: Super Bowl on 95.7 The Game.
2: First down. Late blitz coming. In trouble. Purdy stays up on his feet somehow and now throws it and has a completion. How in the world did that work? Usage kept the toes in. Wow.
5: Yeah, it's huge. Obviously, just the feeling of, you know, redemption, coming back, it's, it's huge, man. And, and for all of us to, what we went through, I guess, last year, this whole year's been crazy. You go through highs, you go through lows, and even in this game, the season's online, you're down 17. And then to, to see the, hit, the clock hit zero and, and you're up, is special to all of us. And so, obviously, we have one more, job's not finished, but I'm, I'm just, I can't tell you guys how proud I am of, of the team to fight. Now back to overtime with Sterling Bennett and Mark Grandy on 95 7 The Game. That was the voice of the quarterback of your NFC champion, Woo! San Francisco 49ers. That was Brock Purdy. My king. Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, he's relevant.
4: Oh, yeah, he is. In he's going to have heart.
5: two week media lead up to the Super Bowl. Oh, Just imagine the conversation about Brock freaking Purdy.
4: Every. Question is going to be, how does it feel to be here? Your last pick in the draft, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh my god, like move on. <laughs> He's an MVP finalist this year. We get it. Last seventh hey, round pick, whatever. There
5: is one MVP finalist in the Super Bowl this year, and it is not Patrick <laughs> Tell Mahomes.
4: Me. Tell me, it is not Patrick Mahomes, and it it's not Lamar Jackson. His name is Mr. Brock Purdy. No! Brock Man. Actually, the, actually two of them. Yeah, they're both on the same team. There's I think. One,
5: <laughs> one quarterback that's an MVP finalist in the Super Bowl. There are two Man. MVP finalists in the Super Bowl and they're both on the Niners, Brock this, Purdy and Christian McCaffrey.
4: I'm daydreaming here. It's a possibility. I'm just imagining McCaffrey Lombardi in one hand and Brock Purdy Super Bowl MVP in the other. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm getting
5: chills. The Super Bowl MVP conversation is very interesting, and today is not the day for it, but just to get it out of the way really quickly, if you looked at the the way that Vegas has set it up, like generally it's the favorites of... The teams to win and right. their quarterback, and Brock Purdy is up there, but he's not nearly as high as say Lamar was or Mahomes was right. or or you know even before like Jalen Hurts was because who's that guy? Because there was a oh, belief man. that if the Niners get to the Super Bowl, there's a chance that McCaffrey is the
4: MVP, which makes sense, or
5: maybe Debo, or hey maybe George Kittle if he goes crazy. Like there's legitimately that conversation more so with the Niners than anybody else, um, but. If you had yourself a Brock Purdy Super Bowl MVP ticket from a few months ago, woo-hoo.
4: Well, woo-hoo, it's going to be worth a lot of money. To be very clear here, the San Francisco 49ers are one-point favorites going into the Super Bowl.
5: Uh, they opened as two-point favorites, and it's down to one. It well, moved really quickly.
4: They were like, oh, Brock's too good. You can't, you can't make it two points.
5: But down to they're still one point favorites That's, right now over Patrick honestly, Mahomes and the Chiefs after the way that this team played through two playoff games. They're favorites over the Chiefs, who, by a wide margin, are playing their best football of the year right now. Wait,
4: wait, wait. We didn't get to wear our home reds against the Chiefs in twenty nineteen. No,
5: they were the whites.
4: So now we get to wear our home reds in Vegas.
5: I don't know how it With works. With the home team, right? Are we? With a higher seed. Is that how it works in the Super I mean,
4: Bowl? I hope so. It's how it should work. I don't know how home we team had a better record team... than they did.
5: I'm trying to think. Is it the site of the game? If that team is but that's, AFC that's, or NFC, but that's dumb though. Know. Like I don't know how it, it works. You can
4: pick AFC for 20 years in a row. Yeah, I don't You'd know. You're like, it works. well, they got a new stadium. i to pick Jacksonville. Like who? What? Like no. It, it better be Brock Purdy rocking the home Reds in Vegas. <laughs> it so simply bad.
5: alternates between the AFC and the NFC. So who was the home team last year?
4: I think it was Philadelphia.
5: So the Niners would be the road team. That's
4: Dude, what case. are we doing, man? We'll, we'll Come confirm. On. We'll it confirm a little bit later. I want to see my team rocking the home reds. I want to see the reds too. I want to I see, the see reds. whites.
5: We got two weeks to figure it out. We'll see. Now I'm angry. Maybe the home team gets to choose the jerseys, and the Chiefs will choose their <laughs> they roads. just
4: Pull out the all black throwbacks. <laughs> color rush all black I'm like dude you gotta put those things away what they should wear is the old 1994 throwbacks throwbacks. throwbacks. imagine the The last
5: team to win a Super Bowl go with that jersey
4: imagine the all whites in the Super Bowl though pretty icy i would be kinda clean I mean ooh. Win or lose, you're going to look good. You're going to look good, okay. for sure.
5: All right, <laughs> let's go to the phone lines. we got a full rack of calls here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. It's Grandy and Sterling with you. The Niners somehow, some way, they're champions of the NFC, and they are on to the Super Bowl to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, who uh, – Somehow, some way, in their own right, find a way back to the Super Bowl. Niners though beat the Lions, thirty-four to thirty-one. Up next is Don. He has been on hold for a while. Don, thanks so much for holding on. You were at the game, Don. How you feeling? How was Levi's tonight, Don?
7: Uh, it was up and down, as you guys well know. You guys are having a great time tonight, and it's uh, it's contagious. You know uh, that first half was all down, and that second half was so high. Uh, I'm one of your older callers. I'm 72, and I've been following the Niners for over 40 years. You know, I, I saw the catch on TV. I saw Kaepernick in person running wild on the Packers. I transmitted the bug to my son. Sterling, did I hear you say you're 27 years old?
4: I am 27.
7: That's am. how old, That's my my son, Mike is also 27 and he's been with me at uh, several of these playoff games he caught the bug so hard that he decided to study sports journalism and has his own oh. podcast all about the Niners with the buddy Different. and uh, it, I was just feeling the the emotions he lives in Denver now but, but he's loyal to the Bay and we were texting back and forth so I was feeling the emotions of the the up and down of the game and also just missing my son and uh, hoping to catch up with him at the Super Bowl in Vegas in a couple of weeks. But uh, this was one of the most memorable games ever. So, Hey, Don. It was was great to be there.
4: Hey, Don. uh, I don't want to age you by any means, but do you remember the 1957 Lions come (laughs) back over San Francisco?
7: Uh, no, I was six okay. years old at that time, <laughs> and I was just starting to—I was just starting to put a helmet on. And back then, I lived in New Jersey, and I was following uh, Y.A. Tittle and Dell Schatz awesome. playing for the New York Giants, and Charlie Connerly was in there too. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, Don. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. So, thanks for the great show, and uh, it's exciting. Uh, it, it's going to be quite a game. A, Mahomes is a, to, uh, is a cool customer. I saw, you know, during a break uh, before the game started. I saw Gantling catch that pass oh. that sealed the, the that deal good. for for Mahomes and Chiefs. And it, it, he's not going to be easy to beat.
5: Yeah, you're right, Don. Good call. And I mean, we're going to try, Don. That's really good insight. I mean, from an older fan like that. Shout out and, and appreciate you tuning in, uh, who's been through that. Golden era of Niners football, man. and and desperately wants it He's back. He's seen it all. He has and everything. He he was alive for the nineteen fifty seven game. Doesn't remember it. Six My years man. old. man. That's I mean. That's awesome. The last time the Lions won a road playoff game, and we can still say that uh, that is true. 1957 at Keysar. Keysar. Ch- starting to
4: bring the chant out of me Mark. The, the last F- time. F- the F- la- frauds, frauds, frauds. <laughs> oh, let's <my>. go. <laughs> oh
5: my God. By the way, I can confirm both from a text uh, from Mark Willard, who you will hear tomorrow on 95.7. The game, Willard and Dibs, and I also searched it. Uh, Google searched it myself as well. We can confirm the Chiefs are indeed the home team uh, in the. Super Bowl this what year.
4: What a bunch of losers.
5: So uh, they will likely be wearing okay, their home so, reds. The Niners will be designated okay. the road team and likely wearing their whites, which is unfortunate.
4: All I'll say this is that San Francisco has to win and they better blast Taylor Swift the entire time when they win. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Usher's like singing yeah on stage and they cut the T Swift and she's like, my team's losing by 20. Oh. And you're just like, good. <laughs> this is a
5: really good Taylor Swift impression well, there, certainly. I mean,
4: my fiance loves Taylor Swift. I can't stand her. Like every time. Is your fiance
5: listening right now?
4: Oh, she. I was yelling earlier and she was like, can you stop screaming so much? And I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Like, no. Like, if I was in the house right now, I wouldn't shut up for years. Like, for two weeks, all you're going to hear me is, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. Imagine if the actually
5: win this thing. Oh,
4: I'm going to be the biggest pain in the you know what ever <laughs> she lives in Southern California uh
5: she'll hear you from Southern California
4: on our wedding day if they win
5: Uh-oh. on our wedding oh, day get up I, May, whatever this is, May 31st lock it
4: up. on our wedding day if the Niners win a Super Bowl I want to be able to wear a championship belt down the aisle I want to do it Locking like, it in. this could be the only time in my lifetime I hope it's not I have to ask her she, she's very much a, a no 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 on my suggestions as most brides are right. But if I can walk down the aisle wearing a Niners Super Bowl champion belt down the aisle, my life will be made. I feel like we can't talk about this yet because that's fine.
5: The Super Bowl is 2 weeks
4: away. So that's fine.
5: You're not, it's you I'm not I'm not I'm not letting you jinx anything. I'm not,
4: all the woods being knocked on left and right and the other it's just hey, if they win, I want to fantasize, right? I already have my fantasy football championship belt, which I'll bring in in two Sundays. Like I'm gonna rock that thing until the day I die, cause I'm the champion of my fantasy football league. Uh, that being said, uh, I want to rock a nine. I thought you lost to your hey, fiancé. I managed fiancé. her. I manage her team the whole time, man. Like, she had a great season. That being said, I drafted her entire team. <laughs> I take that credit. <laughs> but then you
5: lost to her in the champion. Whatever. So I lost to we myself. What's the we, point? We don't, I lost we don't need to go down <laughs> this road. We don't need to go down this road. Let's get back to the phones here on overtime on 95-7 the game. The Niners somehow knock off the Lions. Uh, final score again in Santa Clara, 34-31. Up next is Rich in Fremont. Rich, what's up? You're on overtime on 95-7 the game. How you doing,
8: Rich? Ooh. Oh, my freaking God. Are you serious? No. You took my call? No, I'm not That's serious. Awesome, man. Look, at the end of the day, Mark Grandy, you and I have talked many times. But, look, at the end of the day, the first half of that game, it was like they was in the emergency room and the patient came in and it wasn't looking good. And it looked like, okay, you know what? Look, look, we're going to lose them. We're going to lose them. And then all of a sudden, they brought in the surgeon. Okay? And the surgeon was Kyle Shanahan. Hmm. And the surgeon said, you know what? Look, I'm going to dial this up to Brendan Ayuk. And he dialed it up. It was a it was a bleak pass, but he kept his composure, made the catch. All of a sudden, you know what you heard after you made the catch? <sighs> And they said, oh, you know what? Darth Vader's That's there. Life. That's life. That's life. That's <laughs> life. He's breathing. He's breathing. And then the other surgeons came in. And, hey, before you know it, all of a sudden, hey, all of a sudden, we got life. And, hey, guess what? At the end of the day, the Niners served up a win. And it was a full win. Both sides of the ball. And, hey, at the end of the day, this is Rich in Fremont. I call in often. But I'm going to tell you, this game tonight, oh, my freaking God. Are you serious right now? We are in the bowl. This is real. This is happening. Okay, Brock Purdy brought us to the bowl. This is done. This is, in other words, you haters, excuse me, I got to say this expletive. Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up! <laughs> He's you, not wrong. You, you scare
5: me there for He's a second, Rich. You say I gotta say this expletive of oh god! I have the dump ready to go. We,
4: we, <laughs> we were definitely ready, Rich.
5: <laughs> Shut the hell up! I mean, oh, yeah. That's how the Niners are. That's how the Niners are feeling right now. Thirty-four to thirty-one, they knock off the Detroit Lions in a game where they had no business being in it at halftime. They're down twenty-four to seven. Everything going right for the Lions. They averaged seven yards per carry in the first half. Sterling, for as as incredible as the second half was, as exciting as, I don't just pure joy the second half was. Like, joy personified. Like, the first half was the complete opposite. Everything went wrong for the 49ers in the first half. And not, not like the balance of the ball was bad and there were turnovers all over the place. Like, it was the opposite of what happened in the Ravens game where, like, you felt like you were playing decently. Y- you were moving the ball, right? Like, you were getting big chunks of yardage, but you turned the ball over and there were deflections that turned into picks, like – it, it wasn't that in terms of things going wrong. It was just the Lions flat-out dominating you in every yep. single phase of the game. Running the ball, passing the ball. You couldn't get the run game going. Brock Purdy couldn't connect with Ayuk. Ayuk had one catch at halftime. George Kittle had, I think, a catch for like negative one yards, I think, at halftime. He like, like that
4: block on a screen. You're right. <laughs> like, he,
5: it was ugly yeah. at every single phase. But the second half was as joyful as the first half was ugly and it's it's hard to put those two things in perspective because it felt like you were watching two absolutely different football games all mashed into one
4: it was awesome man like to be able to experience what we witnessed tonight is simply awesome like yeah it's tough to watch the first half and it's tough to sit through that like my mom my dad's text me like what the heck's going on like how is this happening like Thank you, Jesus. Like, you're there praying to the Lord. Like, pull this thing and throw him in, in the chairs. Like, come on, God. Like, you, it can't end this way, please. Like, this is embarrassing. And then you watch the second half happen and, and play itself out. And I think I I speak for myself, certainly, but I, I'm grateful tonight to be able to witness history and be on the winning side of a game like this. Like, this is this is going to go in the record books, in the history books. Like, the name Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers have one of the greatest second half comebacks in playoff history. And to say that we're on the winning side of that? I mean, come on, like, that is just freaking awesome! Like, it, it brings a joy to my heart and a smile to my face. Like, for fans that can't contain their emotions... There's no way you aren't smiling the next few days. Like, when the Niners lose, I'm angry. I'm like, are you serious how we lose that game? Like, Christmas Day, I was upset. Christmas is over. The Grinch came. Oh, man. Like,
5: Christmas is canceled. Honestly. Thirling was done. I
4: was, I was eating bread and popping Martinelli's. I was so angry. Like, God. You win tonight, and it's like, I I am overjoyed. Like, I'm not going to just sit back and settle for an NFC title win, but like, I am so happy right now (laughs) that the San Francisco 49ers are going back to the Super Bowl and have a chance to get their sixth Lombardi trophy. Like, this is awesome. It's awesome to see and awesome to watch.
5: And for everyone, we've had like five different callers calling and asking, like, is this real? Did that actually happen? I still, I can't confirm or nor deny. I'm not sure. This could all be a dream. I don't really know. (laughs) I don't really know. Like this, I I might have blacked out. I don't remember the last couple of hours. Like, this, it was that kind of night. Yeah. That kind of night, and it's a night that, even if you can't remember maybe the specifics of it, you're going to remember this night for a really long time. It's special. And I, I hate to say win or lose in the Super Bowl, but today, even if it doesn't result in a Super Bowl, and of course, we all want it to, but even if it doesn't, this was a special, special night for the 49ers, and it deserves to be remembered as such, because moments like this do not happen often. Uh, and, and this is the first time I can remember a Niners win in the playoffs quite like this one in my lifetime. And you need wins like this if you're going to win a Super Bowl. It's rare that you go through a postseason dominating everybody, no stress, no sweat. You need to be able to win games like this. And the 49ers, the 49ers, as good as they are, as talented as they are, a legitimate argument against them by a number of people. A lot of people have made this argument. They are so talented that they're never trailing. When they take on the best of the best in the Super Bowl in a big moment in the NFC Championship game and they happen to find themselves trailing, how are they going to react? We need to see it. Guess what? You've seen it now. Check. 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 What else is there left to check? It's one thing, and it's to get that damn Super Bowl home to the Bay Area.
4: Just one more box. One more. We're almost there.
5: That's all it is. One more box to check. Okay. All right.
4: Back to the phones on overtime on
5: 957 the game. Phone lines are still full. Give us a call. 888 957 9570 Up next is FT. FT, what's up? You're on overtime on 957 the game. How you doing? Let's go,
2: boys. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir, FT. <laughs>
4: Let's, go. <laughs> Let's go.
2: Let's go. Look, hey man, I wanted to come on here and talk about the defense in the second half, but you guys got me going with Brock Purdy. Oh my gosh, we got a quarterback, boys! We got a quarterback. Let's go. Doesn't that feel good? Heck yeah. We got a quarterback, oh man. We—if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have made it as far as we have gotten to. And everybody in the national media, they want to talk about, oh, he's the last pick, he's Mr. Development, Wh- whatever, man. He made clutch plays for us. And now look at where we at. Defense came out, they were soft in the in in the first half. Second half, Steve Wilkes buckled up. He turned that into a boxing match. He said, let's let's go mano y mano. He 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 helped the whole defense get it right in the second half. They only scored seven points. Boys, we going to the Super Bowl. We going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> man. Let's go, man. I just, I just wanted to come on here and say, man, look, hey if 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 anything else happens, it just felt good to, to to enjoy this win. Now we gotta enjoy it get back to uh to uh to work and we got the Chiefs. let's go baby go niners yes
5: yeah. bang bang natter gang ft good call love the energy Whew. love the energy
4: got ourselves a quarterback
5: got ourselves a quarterback heck yeah we do the niners have so they've last three times they've been to the super bowl uh within the span of what 12 years now three different quarterbacks been your starting quarterback
4: which isn't supposed to happen
5: not supposed to happen at all
4: you know what's crazy is they keep flashing a stat on tv Every time San Francisco has beaten a team with a blue hue <laughs> I saw that. in the NFC Championship, they've gone on to win the Super Bowl. Last time I checked, Honolulu Blue counts as a blue Ooh. hue. And if it takes beating the Lions and Dan Campbell to fumble and be aggressive and, and maybe bite their own kneecap off, right? Oh. oh, It's like the Saint that eats itself. That's that's, that's the Lions tonight. And if that's what it takes, by all means, uh, let's go win a freaking Super Bowl, man. Let's win a freaking Super Bowl.
5: One step away. You're on to the Super Bowl. You will be playing (laughs) in Vegas for a chance to win your franchise's sixth Lombardi Trophy and your first in 30 years, 1994. I'm scared now.
4: <laughs> just so nervous.
5: <laughs> that's what that's gonna be the like the prevailing feeling. Yeah, you're gonna there's excitement, but it's the nervous energy where yeah. I want to get the game going. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm freaking out. Right. The waiting is gonna kill me. This is why we have to just enjoy tonight because tonight was. A celebration at all that this team has accomplished, and it serves as a reminder, like, no matter how dominant you are in the regular season, no matter how many All-Pros you got, and the Niners have as many as anybody, uh, you you play one bad game of football, you play one bad half of football, and your season can be over. And the Niners' season was going to be over tonight if they did not respond to one bad half of football with a great half of football. And like you've said, like a number of our callers have said, it wasn't just a good half of football. They played nearly perfect for the entire half. The Lions got a touchdown late where the Niners were content giving them 15 yards underneath because you wanted to, at the very least, take off a little bit of time for the Lions. The Niners accomplished that. The Lions get into the end zone. But beside that... One touchdown drive, which happened in the final minute of regulation. The 49ers (laughs) outscored the Detroit Lions 27 to nothing in the second half. Wow. 27 to nothing, Sterling. Man. They saved their best half of football when they needed it the most in the NFC Championship game. And as a result, they're on to the Super Bowl uh, for the second time in the last uh, five seasons. And, uh, they, they snap a streak of consecutive NFC Championship game losses, and now they take on Patrick Mahomes for a rematch, the same game that happened four years ago at the end of the 2019 season uh, in February. Of 2020. All right, we've been on the air for three hours. We've got a ton more calls to get to, so we're going to keep going with you on overtime on 95.7. The game it's Grandy and Sterling, uh, Shaka and Nick. You're up first, then Robert and Company. We got a lot more to get to as overtime continues. Grandy and Sterling with you
3: celebrating a Niners Super Bowl birth. More next on 95.7. The game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.